Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. A good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Today, folks, uh, this is a good one. Because uh, today, I want to share with you something that that affects every living soul. And that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now here we go with the naysayers. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I sat up in here and gave eight, nine, 12 years of my life to this man, and he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now, what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's going to change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now, listen to the whole thing now. The positive attitude and the change that can happen starts, it, this is the start, it starts within you. See, life is 10% what happens, is 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you, you lost your job, that you was a stellar performer at, but now how does you having a positive attitude, how does that change things for you? So far, we can use any example. Here's what happens. When you have a positive attitude, what it produces within you is a positive approach to life. And when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life, it causes you to be optimistic to have a positive outlook, to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if, if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. 
Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. Number one, you've ridded yourself of someone who is obviously going to be, if not already, been toxic in your life. Caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it. Oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude when they came in there and they fired you and let you go. Could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift? about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do? Could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there. Oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm gonna do now. Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I gonna do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I would tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes, some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they, when they was sick of the way I did radio out there and they wanted me gone, and on May 23rd, 2005, when my, de- when, when, when my deal was done with uh, the beat out in L.A., okay, look what happened, though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September 19th, I started the Steve Harvey Radio Network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, oh, woe is me. I said, oh, okay. God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now here you go. Here you go again. Now you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provides you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you got to stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that, that, that always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me. Some amazing things is going can, will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down. And get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go. It all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. 
Ain't, ain't no ain't no very, very successful super negative people. It, it just doesn't coincide that way. If you see that, something happened to them along the way. And don't worry. You ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to see them long. Because you can't stay up there like that. It's just too hard. All right? That's the conversation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and other. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are here to celebrate the arrival of a new day and to tell our Heavenly Father thank you for it because he didn't have to do it. Man, I'm grateful for being just alive for my measure of health, for the things he's done for me, for all he's given to me, for everything he's sending on the way for giving me comfort, for helping to me, help helping me to sustain in all levels of difficulty. Thank you for pulling me through. Man, if it wasn't for you, God, I don't know what I'd have done sometime. So I just want to say thank you. That's the best way to do it. We hear y'all. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, the mouth of the South, Junior, government name Kill Spates, the legend of nephew Tommy out in LA and yours truly. Junior. Yes, sir. Well, what are your concerns today, sir? Let me ask you something, Unc. You know, you, we was talking the other day. We was talking before the show, and you were just talking about how hard it is to be in business. And you were just saying about how you had to find the right people, stand on top, keep pushing all the problems that you have. You still grateful for the problems? It's not that I'm grateful for the problems. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the ability to withstand, survive, and learn from the problems. I don't. I don't like the problems. Okay. Oh, I just don't. I'm, I'm gonna just be 100 with you. I'm human. I don't like problems. Nobody. Nobody likes problems. I don't like the setbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't like the challenges. I don't like the difficulties. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. But I appreciate the strength that I've gained to withstand them all. And the wisdom I got once I got on the other side of it. Because in every bad thing, there's a gift. But a gift, remember this about a gift now. A gift has to be unwrapped. Mm -hmm. You got to take a bow off. You got to take the tape off. 
You got to get the paper. You got to tear the box open. You got to get some scissors. You need a box cutter sometimes. Have you ever noticed, man, some of the things you get is so difficult to get into to get to it? If you buy an Apple product, I don't know nothing harder to get into than an Apple product. <laughs> if you buy a new adapter, <laughs> Lord have mercy, you need yeah. a toolkit to open up the adapter package because I don't know what kind of tape they got on there. And that little plastic thing, yeah. have you ever tried <laughs> to dig it off and run it up under your yes. bed? You be, oh, yes. oh, you be mad. <laughs> but once you get into the package, you get what you ask for. Mm-hmm. But in everything you ask for, you got to do some unpacking. Right. Everything you want is on the other side of something you got to go through to get to it. It ain't ever just at the front door. It's in a box that has to be unpacked. So yeah. I've yeah. learned to accept that part of it right there, Junior. I Man. don't like the problems and everything, but I do understand there's some unpacking with it. So I just get to unpacking. Mm. All right, as we move on, coming up at uh, 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. Yes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got, Nap? I think we got a little little, little peeping Tom going on in the neighborhood. That's what I think. It's a little peeping Tom situation going on in the neighborhood. So this right here is Neighborhood Watch. Neighborhood Watch. All righty. Cat dog, if you would. You don't worry about that. Cat dog, come on. Hello? I'm trying to reach Johnny. Yeah, this is Johnny. Okay, you the one that be doing the Neighborhood Watch? You be walking your dog doing the Neighborhood Watch? Is, is that you? Who's this? Is this Johnny who is this, man? This is PJ. Answer my question. Are you Johnny? Slow your road. Slow your road. I'm Johnny, and I do the neighborhood watch. Who, who, who is the damn PJ? I'm PJ. Baby, hold on, man. Don't call my phone. Yell at me, charging me up. Hey, man. I live two streets over from you. Okay, and you supposed to be the neighborhood watchman, but that ain't what you doing. Now I didn't caught you do? looking in the window at my wife when I came outside. You was halfway down the street, you and your damn dog. Okay, hey, hey, so you, you ain't watching the neighborhood. You looking trying to see some in the window. That's what you doing. Picking some please. I don't look. Man, I do my job, man. I do my I do my job. I do the neighborhood watch. I make sure people ain't breaking nobody's houses. I got a wife. What the hell I want to look at somebody else's wife? I got a piece of at home. I don't okay. want to look at nobody else's you need, Then you need to stay out from looking through, through, looking through people's window, man. You're supposed to be watching the neighborhood, not watching my wife's Where you say you live again? Cause we, I, we, I, I live two streets. You know what? I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, Mr. Johnny. A damn people Tom. I'm gonna show you what a damn people Tom is. No, I'm, I'm gonna show you what. No, I'm gonna start looking through your window, looking at your wife. See, one peep deserve even... another peep, Mr. Johnny. But, but bring your over here. I want you to look. I want you to look in my damn window. This. Who the hell is this? I ain't got time for this, man. I got a job. I got a mortgage. I got kids. I ain't got time for this, man. Go look at a job, man. Go go find a job. Go I got a job. job. I got a job. But when I'm at work, you got I a got... job. Yeah, you got a job crying like a damn. 
talking about somebody looking at your wife. Ain't nobody looking at your damn wife, man. I got a job, but when I'm at my job, I'm wondering if your is back at the house looking through the window at my wife. Please come to my damn house. Please. I'm coming later tonight to look through the window at fine. Man, what the hell are you talking about? Calling me, talking about peeping at your damn wife. Ain't nobody because that's what your been doing, man. No wife. You probably ain't got no wife. You probably married to a damn midget or something. Man, what the f are you talking about, man? Come on, I'm peeping at your wife. You I've got, I've got a wife, and you, you was the one you that been peeping at the window. You watching the neighborhood, but that ain't what you're doing. All I got to say, come over here now. Since you're around the neighborhood, you three streets, whatever, how many streets, whatever you are for me, come right now. I stand outside with my dog, waiting on your I want you to come by. Walk I'm coming later tonight when she Whatever. get out that shower the same way you was looking through my window. Please, just come by. Don't wait. Just come by now, please. And, okay, I'll tell you what. With. I'll you come by right now, but I'm bringing somebody man, with me. You ain't what? Brother, I'm getting ready to, to slow down so I can get ready and handle my business, man. I'm getting ready to go to work again today, man. What the hell are you talking about, bro? I got two damn jobs. I got jobs to work during the day and at night. And in between, I do the neighborhood watch. I'm doing your service. I'm helping your lazy out. Do I used to be watching people looking to see if they looking at your damn wife? Why don't you get you a second job or something, man? Why don't you Google? Why don't you look at monster.com or something? What the hell is wrong with you calling me? Come on, I'm peeping at your damn wife. Man, don't you ever call me with no... Man, who the hell is this anyway? Who you want to know who it is? Yeah, who the hell is this? Because I got something for you. Who is this? I'm going to tell you who it is. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Trisha. I'm going to kick Trisha. That ain't right, baby. That ain't right, baby. Johnny. Baby, that ain't right. <laughs> man, you got me, man, because I said ain't nobody going to give me on no prank, man. I don't fall for that, man. Ain't got time for that, man. Ain't hey, man, your wife, no prank. your wife told me you do the neighborhood watch. Oh, man, she said you do the neighborhood, you walk, you know, because what you got, a Rottweiler? Yeah, she told me. I rock, I, that's why I use, man, because I want to be safe, man, just in case something happens. I just stick my Rockwell on that. Yeah. <laughs> man, you got me bad, Tommy. <laughs> Nephew, you got me bad, man. You good? I'm good, man. I'm going to get her, though. I'm going to get her. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you this, though. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Show. Man. <laughs> Damn, man. I'm not going to sit here and brag on myself, talk about how well I did. and You just did it. Ask for your you accolades and, and for y'all to give me my applause. I'm not going to do all of that. I'm not going to do all of that because I well, know. Whichever it is, you're going to do uh, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I mean, if you ain't going to prank, prank praise me, I got to prank praise myself, you know. I got Love to put. yourself. Yeah, yes, of course. If you ain't going to prank praise me, I got to prank praise myself. Is that what it's called? Prank praise. Prank praise. Yeah. Yeah, don't nobody want to have a prank praise in time, and that bothers me. You know, we can praise everybody else and everything y'all do on here, but I can't get a prank praise. It's hard for me to praise the Lord and praise you. I can't do both. Right now. Right now. Oh, I didn't ask you to do both. I didn't ask you to do that. I asked you to prank praise me. That's what I asked. Now you, mm-hmm. now, now, you saw how a minute ago he was saying how he ain't going to do that, but then it always end up we right here. Well, 
Went right it ends up happening. Yep. Right I don't know it. what you come to do, but I come to prank praise. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you come to do, but <laughs> I come to prank praise. Prank praise. Praise and lift him up in the morning. Praise, praise. him, lift him up in the evening. Prank praise. praise. All right. I love it. I'm going to prank praise. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending headline news, a suspect accused of killing three University of Virginia football players has been denied bond. Also in more trending headlines, uh, Karen Bass is Los Angeles. Get this, guys. She's Los Angeles' yeah. first black female mayor. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. And in inter- entertainment news, Mimi has been denied. Uh, Mariah Carey is not the queen of Christmas. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. <laughs> but right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Brian Topeka says, I'm dating a man that has only been divorced for a year, and he's already asked me to move in with him. I can tell that his teenage sons need a little more time to get to know me before they see me in their mom's house when they come to visit. My man said I should only be focused on his needs. Is he right? Well, that's not how it's going to work. Uh, You're entering into a blended family situation. You said something in your statement that's kind of telling. You don't think they're ready for someone to move into their mom's house. Mm. Now, let me explain something to you. The divorce, even though it's only been a year, the divorce is simply the day that the court system legalized the divorce. The Mm. divorce has been occurring probably years before that. So it's not a year is too soon. I think what the too soon part is for the children. And I do think that you have to build a better relationship with them and take your time. Uh, Yeah, he would love for it because he's a guy, all eyes on me, all attention on me. Of course, that's being selfish, but there are some other people involved here. And if he has custody of those boys, which it sounds like it does, or he may well, not. I don't know. They come to visit, yeah. Okay, well, they on their mom's side. You do understand that. Winning them over, especially if they had no problem with the mom, it's going to be a problem. Anytime you get into a blended family, it's going to be some problems. So you have to just bear up. Take your time. Do the right thing. Trust your intuition. Mm. All right. All right. Moving on to Frisia in Orlando. Frisia writes, I have been going to the same hairstylist for almost 30 years. And I went in yesterday. She didn't speak and we barely talked. She's a moody person. But if I'm paying her to do my hair, she should have manners. Is it time to find a new stylist? Right. Yeah. And there's two things it's time for. Okay. It's time for a new stylist, and it's time for a new damn hairstyle. Hairstyle. you've been getting the same damn hairstyle for 30 damn years. She might not be speaking to you because she tired of doing the same old presses set every time you bring your ass in here. Don't nobody do bangs no more. She's tired of doing that. Now, that could be the problem right here. I don't know if she moody or not, but you pay her to do your hair. You don't pay her to talk and be kind and cordial. Now, people should have manners, and that's to go to beauty salon is like 
uh, a female's country club when they go to the beauty salon off yeah. the time. They uh-huh. talk and share. Like it's kind of like the black man's shop. country club is the barbershop. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I can understand where you're coming from. But 30 years of the same <laughs> damn hairstyle, she probably sick of you right now. Yeah. She got to order all these old-ass products that they don't make no more. Sitting up here, you the only one using ProLine. And you the only one got Bergamot over there. You the <laughs> only one got Ultra Sheen. You the only one want they have to grease with uh, Glover's Mane and Sulfur 8. You the only one over here shaking up a bottle of Curl Free. Yeah, she probably just activated. She got a curl. Yeah, and yeah, just shaking the bottle up when you come in. That's what so she that's could what makes be her mad moody. about. Okay. Yeah, here she come again. This old ass hairstyle. <laughs> I got a bit of damn curling iron plugged up for her. Yeah. All right, Frisia. Moving on to Teddy in Nashville. Teddy writes, I'm pretty sure my girl called me the wrong name in bed, but she's so good at lying, I'll never know the truth. I want to get her back by calling her the wrong name, and then we'll be even. Is it a good way to get revenge, or will it backfire on bruh, me? Bruh, bruh, bruh. Stupid. Don't get stupid. Man. This ain't no even. Mm-mm. Ain't no even. But dog, you can't out mad a woman. No. You can't outthink a woman. Mm-hmm. You can't out revenge a woman. Don't don't go down that. That's a dark alley down there, yeah, boy. You don't want to call. That's it. a dark alley with a whole <laughs> lot of dumpsters in that alley. It's all types of going to pop up on your ass. You're going to lose. Boy, <laughs> listen to me. That's like walking down a dark alley. Mm-hmm. In the in the in the in the uh, TV show on HBO, The Wire, yes. you in Baltimore walking <laughs> down a dark alley with trash dumpsters, and the, and the alley is eight miles long. You don't think nothing finna happen to you go down here? You better stay your ass out there where them street lights is. You finna run in the string of bell, baby. That's what straight. Boy, don't go down there. <laughs> You finna be on the wire, boy. You gonna have to throw about four, five phones out the window before you get to the end of that. Uh-uh. <laughs> boy, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't let it go. Do that. Mm-hmm. Don't even. Let if she go. lying to you, that's fine, man. Go on, do what you gonna do. Y'all ain't gonna make it no way. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. don't try this revenge mode. Call her another woman's name, boy. Boy. Mm-mm. Nope. All right. Great advice, CLO. Last one. Amber in East Point says, "My husband smokes cigars." And the terrible taste from the cigars is messing up our intimacy. I love to kiss my husband, but I hate leftover cigar breath. I yes. turned my head away from him during sex, and he said I'm overreacting. Mm-hmm. Should I give him an ultimatum about cigars and our sex life? Please yes, advise. I've had it. Yes, give it to him. I've had it. Yes. What, what happens, yes. Steve? Give it what to happens? him. An you got ultimatum? To look, man, them cigars, and I like coffee. So, mm-hmm. see, now I have to travel with a certain kind. They got smoker's mints out there. Okay. And then they got Listerine strips. Well, he needs you got to keep constantly. And then, see, soon as you smoke, you need to go somewhere and do some dental hygiene. Yeah. Yes. Soon yes. as you smoke, you got to go to these little bathrooms and do stuff right here. A beautiful tip. Now, it's nasty, but it's a beautiful tip. Get yourself okay. one of those uh, thick napkins at a public restroom and run it under some water. And put mm-hmm. your ass some soap on it, mm. and just put it in your mouth and move it around. You gotta, you gotta wash your mouth out. 
Nah, with literally. Soap. You're with literally soap. washing your mouth out with if soap. If you want to keep your <laughs> breath okay where well, you can talk to these folks after this cigar, <laughs> I'm just Kiss. telling you. Just Kiss try your it's wife. country, it's a country ass mode. My father taught it to me. Mm-hmm. My brothers taught it to me. And that's how you do it. If you out and about, you can do it. It ain't that bad. It's just soap. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's just soap. It's bacterial soap. It's clean. It gets mm-hmm. rid of bacteria. Boom, boom, boom. That's how you do it. And if you're on the golf course, every golf course in the country club, they got Listerine and, and breath stuff and disposable toothbrushes in there. But you got to do that. And no, she's not overreacting. Mm-hmm. Right. That's real. And if you let it sit in your mouth for hours, you smell like a trash can. you <laughs> 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 Yeah. All right. Oh, Coming up at the top of the hour, <laughs> trending headlines. Sometimes I smoke a cigar, news. set it down, go get another one. <laughs> I, you can't do that with sex. We'll be back <laughs> right after this. <laughs> you can't stop, put her down, and go get another one. See how long that marriage lasts. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. In trending headline news, a suspect accused of killing three University of Virginia football players after a school field trip was denied bond Wednesday during a court hearing in Charlottesville. The the, uh, suspect's name is Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. He shot one of the players, Devin Chandler, while Devin Chandler was sleeping. And players labelled, yeah, that's horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, the, the other players, the other two players, Lavelle Davis Jr. and Deshaun Perry, were also killed. 
Jones was on a field trip Sunday with fellow UVA students to see a play in Washington, D.C. A university spokesperson said when the bus returned to Charlottesville, to the Charlottesville campus, authorities said the 22-year-old opened fire on the bus, killing Chandler, Davis, and Perry. The suspect's loved one said he didn't know how to handle bullying, and the problem started after he was taken off the football team. So that's the motive. Uh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Yeah. How do you kill someone when they're sleeping? I mean, just period. But I mean, what just are you open fire. About? He didn't know how to handle bullying. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, he was kicked off the team, and that's it's, when the problem started. Well, well violence three, isn't three, the way. Three kids no. is gone. Yeah. Yes. Lord yes. Jesus. With yes. promising futures. Yeah. Promising futures these young There's men no had. excuse, man. I, I, mm-hmm. I, oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he won't bond. Ain't nobody finna let you out, though. That ain't no. how this works. Let you out mm-hmm. so you can go do what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, our, our deepest condolences. That's a uh, sad story, man, for the Are family. going out to the victims. To, yeah, to the yeah, families of, these, of the victims. You know, two of these kids named Junior, right? So, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. even the shooter was a junior. One of the kids killed yeah. as a junior. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just not that that makes it any difference. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But man, so somebody had a father somewhere, man. Some, it's so many things wrong in this story. The yeah, biggest really tragedy is. is these innocent young men mm-hmm. are gone. They will go yeah. they went to a field trip to see a play. Yeah, yeah, just to see a play in D.C. Yeah. They get back to Charlottesville. Let's do open fire. What? Mm-hmm. Just 22 years old. <laughs> yeah. Again, our deepest condolences uh, from everyone here at the Steve Harvey Morning Show going out to the families of those victims. Switching gears now. Uh, this is other trend line, trending headline news. Um, we do have some good news to report out of Los Angeles. Representative Karen Bass defeated developer Rick Caruso. Now, Miss Bass will become the next mayor of Los Angeles, uh, making her the first black woman Mm. to hold a post as City Hall contends with an out-of-control homeless crisis in Los Angeles, rising crime rates, and multiple scandals that have shaken trust in government. So congratulations to Mayor-elect of Los Angeles, Karen Bass. Congratulations. So let me get this right. Mm -hmm. She's going to be battling distrust in government yeah yeah but now the republican party is allowing donald trump to run again Mm-hmm. You that got part. it. Mm-hmm. That part. Mm-hmm. Yes sir. Yes sir. Yes sir. <laughs> Man this country right uh-huh. here I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. And the round of applause he got man he's a very narcissistic guy. He hear mm-hmm. a round of applause and he imagines that's everybody. <laughs> Hopefully his support so, system is so, shrinking. So we clapping too. Oh, so we clapping. He in that room, dog. Them people going crazy in Marlago, and yeah. he just think the whole world want him back. Now you know his daughter said she is done with politics. Ivanka. Yeah. <laughs> she said she's done. Well, we know his niece was done with him. We know that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she let yeah. us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said she's done. I love my dad, but mm-mm, I'm I'm over it. 
Uh, finally, in entertainment news, all Mariah Carey wanted for Christmas was a trademark, and the U.S. government turned her down. The U.S. Aww. trademark trial, yeah, and appeal board nixed Mimi's attempt to trademark Queen of Christmas. She wanted to be, become the Queen of Christmas on Tuesday, while also denying her the rights to Princess of Christmas, you're not the Queen, you're not the Princess, and or... <laughs> Christmas yeah. princess, okay? Yeah. None of those names she got. None of them she could yeah. trademark. Black uh, ass she first get over here and just put a tree up. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah first filed her request in March of 2021, but got a lot of pushback from Darlene Love and Elizabeth Chen, who um, both of them have made a, re- a career out of recording Christmas music. According to TMZ, Mariah Carey wanted her new title on fragrances, lotions, nail polish, jewelry, coconut water, ornaments, and uh, dog clothing. But then, oddly, last December, Mariah told the BBC... Can I just say, this is, I'm quoting her now. Can I just say that I did not create the title or the moniker Queen of Christmas? That was other people. And I just want to humbly say that I don't consider myself that. But she did try to trademark it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, if you don't want to trademark it, if you can't trademark it because they mm-hmm. don't allow it to be trademarked, can you still put it on stuff? Because if ain't mm-hmm. nobody got a trademark to it, you can put it on stuff and anybody else can put it on stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great marketing tool for her personally. Yeah. Uh-huh. Queen of Christmas. Yeah. I love that song. All I want for yeah, Christmas. All I want is for you. Christmas oh, is you. that's a beautiful uh-huh. song. That is I a don't. Song. I don't care nothing about it. <laughs> they don't never play it. I wouldn't miss me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's a beautiful song. Now, if they take. Hang on, mistletoe. Hey. Right, now, if they take that off, we finna have a real problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the real sign in the hood when you hear Donny Hathaway on the radio. This, this is Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's Those all I'm waiting all on. All right, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, Thanksgiving hosting mistakes you do not want to make. We'll talk about it right after this. Oh, okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Thanksgiving hosting mistakes you don't want to make. Now, check these out. Whether it's your first time hosting Thanksgiving or you've been doing it for years, you can learn from the mistakes of Thanksgiving past. Mm -hmm. Number one, topping the list. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. This means don't use Thanksgiving to test out new recipes. Ever. Just stick to what you know. Just stick to what you know works. Mm -mm. All right. Basic dressing, the mac and cheese, all of that. Go ahead and do your list so we can get to the real list, Mm Shirley. Okay. Number two, tell guests what to bring and be very specific. All right? Mm Mm-hmm. If you tell them to bring whatever they like, you could end up with 25 bottles of wine, a gas station package of cheese and crackers. Uh, You know, you never know what you're going to get. You just never know. So be specific when you tell guests that. Keep the kids entertained and mess-free, all right? Okay. Make That's sure of good. that. No no slime, no Legos, people walking, stepping uh-huh. on, you know, hurting mm-hmm. themselves. Uh-huh. You know, those will end up everywhere. And the last one, only allow people who can really cook in the kitchen. First of all, don't bring a damn thing. We don't need it. <laughs> we don't need it. We got all it. We don't okay. need it. Second of all, don't bring no containers, empty containers, for you to take something back. You ain't taking nothing back because you ain't bring nothing. <laughs> but you told them not to bring nothing. Well, Thirdly, yeah. Thirdly None of your leftovers. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You are only allowed one 
to-go plate, and when you put the foil on top of it, it must be level. <laughs> no peaks, no valleys. Can't be no mountain and then you got it wrapped up. No. Okay. okay. Yeah, here, here go another rule. Uh, you can't get a second plate till everybody ate. See, okay. you running your ass back in there, folks. Kevin Joyce and them ain't got here yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 here it is. This is how you know. When the first football game is over, uh-huh. your time here is over. What? You're putting them out? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. One game. Yeah. You one game. That's it. But it's two games on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it's, it's three. Games. But get your ass <laughs> out of here. Here go another. Don't be in here cutting on this sweet potato pie to Big Mama say so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be in here cutting on pie. Yeah. <laughs> Big Mama ain't told nobody to cut the pie. Uh-uh. She cutting the pie for. Mm-hmm. It ain't the pie cutting time. <laughs> Angry that's, Thanksgiving. That's true. <laughs> and hit, hit one for the kids. Kids is easy. Sit y'all uh-huh. behind down. That's uh-huh. it. Get up. Uh-huh. Just get up. We fixing the kids' plate. They don't fix their own plate. And they going to eat all of it or we going to whoop your ass. Go ahead, Steve. Uh-uh. Last one. Stop making that raggedy-ass Jello mold. Don't nobody <laughs> want it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Damn Jello mold with the milk in it. Don't nobody <laughs> want that. At all. Set it over there with the fruitcake. you. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. Thanks, guys. Angry Thanksgiving. We'll check out Steve's voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time to check out Steve's voicemail. If you'd like to leave Steve a message, uh, call him, 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. You just might hear your message on the air. Steve, this caller is uh, Jamelin. She left a message about voting. Good. Morning, Steve Harvey. My name is Jamaline. I'm an avid listener of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You blessed my heart this morning when you spoke about Hershey Walker as a disgrace to our black community and the insult that the Republican Party has put upon us. Please repeat that every day before this election, in every media format that you have. Please alert all people because some of us are asleep. God bless you. Thank you. Continue the good work. Don't vote for Buck. As a matter of fact, <laughs> thank you. I will be rerunning it today. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I got several people that called me and said, Steve, come on, man. That was on point. So I will be repeating it today. It's just insulting what they're trying to do to us. Next mm-hmm. call, Shirley. All right. Regina J. agrees with you. Hey, Steve, this is, this is Regina J. Um, I was just listening to your comment about friends and they always bringing up the past and what you used to do. This is a comment on November 16th. I just heard it, and people judge me the same way. Well, you used to do that. Well, I'm not in the 80s anymore. I can't sit on your front porch and drink anymore. I did that when I was in my 20s, Okay. <laughs> So I just wanted to let you know I 100% agree with what you said on November 16th. People, you guys are still stuck with someone better themselves. You should appreciate it. I'm going to go to them and be like, damn, I could have done it, but I did. I love it. 
I love it. You know what? They get stuck mm-hmm. and they and they and they don't want to allow you to move forward. Yeah, they're stuck. And you have to be You're very not. careful yeah. of people like that in your life because everybody got them. Mm-hmm. They are here to remind you only of what you were and what you did. Mm-hmm. No, if mm-hmm. you don't applaud the new me and the new success I found and the new direction I'm taking, then hey, man, you ain't for me. That's Again, right. for the one thousandth time on this show, the words yeah. of Slick Hardy: "Everybody, come with you, can't go with you." Yeah. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Man. This last call, Steve, is from um, some callers named Sierra and Viola, and this is for nephew Tommy. They left a message for you, nephew Tommy. Good morning, Uncle Steve. Hello, nephew Tommy. This is Sierra. This is Viola. We're just giving our feedback from the nephew Tommy and friends comedy show that was in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. We definitely enjoyed ourselves. The act from each comedian was on point. It was funny. Um, the act from nephew Tommy was really, really good. We cannot wait until the next time. Wow. Nephew Tommy, you did the dang thing. Mm-hmm. We'll see you again when you come to Charleston. This is Viola. Have a good one. God bless you. Aw, they're so cute. That was, nice. <laughs> that was an aunt and a niece. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of the names Viola yeah. and Sierra. <laughs> Sierra was the niece. Viola was yeah. the aunt. Right. <laughs> we get it, yes. Hey, hey cousin Tom. Hey, Thomas. <laughs> that was Way good. To, That's way encouraging, to go, nephew. Way to oh, go. Man. Encouraging for you to stay Thank out you. there Thank you. doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming back. Coming back. You got a new man. name for your tour, man. What you got for me, big dog? Okay. Yeah. Oh man. So somebody will take <laughs> it as soon as somebody you say it. Take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Be like Mariah. Can't get trademarked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> we were on the radio joking one day about ridedownthere.com. Took that. Yeah. Took it. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, side Joe's next show. Time of them shirts be out there already. Yeah, that's yeah. an off-air. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Sierra and Viola. And uh, that's encouraging for the nephew. Oh, He's going to keep at it. For Thank sure. you. Mm-hmm. Coming up next is speaking of the nephew, it's today's prank phone call with the nephew right after this. Praise and pranks coming up. <laughs> come on, come on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is nothing is big except his mouth. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a few, but right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Well, it's time to take it to the church, Shirley. You know, every now and then we're going to take it to the church. Okay. So this right here is church fees. Fees. Are you charging the church? Matter of fact, Shirley, when's the last time you paid your time? Uh, Just last week. Mm, You stuttered. You stuttered. stuttered. Oh, I'm a a tither. Trust me on that. You paid them? You sure? Oh, yes. well, when last time you paid yours, though? Oh, yeah, mine, mine come out every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday. It go. They got cash app and everything. Church chain. Mm-hmm. They really do. Church got sure Zelle, cash app. <laughs> you ain't got to write Venmo. no check no more. Venmo. Venmo. They got this thing called Giveify. Everything. Giveify? Giveify. <laughs> That's real close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll, that'll get you one more little slip you hit at the hell. Just, <laughs> <laughs> all 
right, this right here is church fees. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sister Tracy. Hey, you got her. Hey. Uh, how you doing? This is uh, this is Brother Glenn from the church. Hey, Brother Glenn. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. Uh, did you enjoy service this morning? Oh, I I enjoyed it, Pastor. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Pastor brought it down. Yes, he did. Day. Yes, he did. Oh my God, that was a word for me. Right, 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 right. So, what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, I wanted to give you some information that the. Um, that the church has come up with, and we wanted to let you know what was going on before next Sunday. You, I, I didn't interrupt you, did I? Uh, no, no. I actually, uh, I, I may sound a little, little off a little bit. I'm trying to, to get dinner ready for my little babies, my little darlings, and I'm trying to. Your voice sounds so familiar to me. It just sounds so familiar. I'm trying to place place that voice. Okay. Well, you've seen me at the church quite a few times. I think I have. I'm just trying to place it. I, I can't place it right now. But what can, okay. what can I do, okay. Glenn? Well, what nevertheless, I, I just wanted. Here's here's what's going on. Uh, now, are you aware that for the last uh, the last six Sundays you've been actually uh, coming into service late? Have you realized that? Yes, I I, um, I, I know. I, I'm sorry about that, but uh, I, you know, yes, I have. I have my reasons, though. Okay, okay. Well, here's what's going on. The officials at the church have uh, gotten together, and this is what they've decided on: is that anybody who is late uh, starting next Sunday, there will be a fifteen dollar charge for that for coming in and disrupting service. Uh, pastor's, pastor's tired of service being disrupted by people walking in late. That that could not come at a worse time. I don't have $15 to give. No, I, don't, I don't have it. Oh. Um, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're late. I, I, I am. Uh, we, we are doing our best. I, I have three kids. I have three young kids, two, seven and nine, and they are a handful, and 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 we we do the best that we can to get to church on time, and and to tell you the truth, when we get there, it's during praise and worship. I mean, pastor ain't even preaching yet. So okay. I know it's not pastor's not up yet, but he's he's stating that uh, people coming in it just seems very disruptive to the service that's going on. That's so. Nevertheless, like I said, this is a warning call, you know, to let you know that if you are late on next Sunday then they, they will be charging you $15 uh, a late charge. And, and actually, you won't be able to even come in until you, uh, until you pay the $15. Church, I can't even get in church with, with look, okay, look, I don't, I don't owe nothing. I don't owe you no explanation. But I need to tell you something. We are, me and my kids, for the last few Sundays that we've been late, it's because my car broke down. We we are on the bus, man. Public transportation. Okay, I mean, I, and I understand. I understand. I, I sympathize with everything that you're going through. But why are you calling? If you understand, why are you calling me about fifteen dollars? If you understand what I'm going through. Well, I didn't. I, first of all, I didn't know what you were going. Why are you raising your voice at me? But, uh, why are you raising? Did you just raise your voice at me? You know what? You know what? I think you're raising your voice at me. How dare okay. you call me about this about a fee? And I'm there at church. I got my kids there trying to raise them up in the way they should go, just like the Bible say. And you know why I got to do this and why I'm late, why, why we got to catch the bus. Do you understand why that is, Brother Glenn? No, I do not. That is because they, because their daddies ain't uh, and uh, they, yeah. So, Tracy, just, you, you got to calm down a little bit now. Uh, oh, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Okay, listen, uh, <laughs> here's the deal. All I can do is tell you this. I hope you can make it. Maybe you can catch an earlier bus. You know what I mean? And get there a little earlier. 
but but I'm just stating the facts that as of next Sunday, if you come in late, it's $15 late fee, and that's what you'll pay in order to get in the service. You know what? Well, maybe next Sunday I just won't be there. How about that? You know, I'm already working six days a week. The only day I have off is Sunday. I'm breaking, breaking my back. Do you know I work two jobs? I work two jobs, and they always trying to take money out of my check, always trying to pull me here and there, and I'm always tired. I get two hours of sleep, and then now the church wants to dump another $15 charging me for being at church when that's what I'm supposed to do? But you're coming in late, though, Sister Tracy. You, you know what? You know what? Late ain't bad, okay? I, I might be delayed, but I ain't denied, and I'm getting there the best way that I know how. We're on the bus. I have to put my kids on the school bus. And not only do I have to put them on the school bus, then I have to get on the bus to get myself to work because I don't have a car because their daddies ain't doing nothing, nothing for them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I need to under... Daddy Daddy number one? Guess what? He ain't... Daddy number two? He in jail. Been there about five years. He ain't... And daddy number three? He decided to go ahead and walk out. He ain't... I ain't heard from that... That trifling... In about seven months. Now, he know we're struggling. He had the nerve to take my wallet, too. You don't, you don't even understand what I'm going through. You don't even understand that I'm trying to make a better life for me and my children. There is one more thing, Sister Tracy, that the church wants you to know before next Sunday that you definitely need to know. And what one more thing does the church want me to know besides $15? The church just wants you to know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Patrice got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> I am going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. Are you? She know I ain't got time for that. She know I ain't got time for that. Oh, Patrice. Uh-huh. Girl, your, your sister her. got you. You all right? Oh, I got something for her. How about that? <laughs> she told me she said, she said, my sister car broke down. She said she got these kids. She over there struggling, struggling. She trying to make it. But you got to give her a hard time. She just wanted. She wanted. She wanted you to put a. She wanted to put a smile on your face. <laughs> well, she did. Well, once things settled, I, I'm gonna have to say she did. Okay. <laughs> you all right? Wow. Now that I know you, y'all were joking, and now I know this is nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta ask you something, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, be strong. Be strong. Don't ask for praise. Oh, you blanking at him. Come on. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, Greenville, North Carolina. Okay? December the 22nd. That's a Thursday night. Greenville, North Carolina. The nephew will be there at the Greenville Convention Center. But I'd be damn, I just did that prank right there. Y'all got to go on over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm we sorry, I can't, I can't hold it. I can't you hold it. You couldn't hold it. That uh-huh. boy's a Did y'all hear the countdown I was doing? Yes, I heard, uh-huh. I heard <laughs> As soon as I got to one, that boy jumped right. It don't take long. You know your Ooh. nephew. You know He him. rushed through the announcement. I'll be in town soon, man. Boy, that damn prank. <laughs> People don't even know where to go. We can't (laughs) prank and not praise. I'm sorry. We just can't do it. You can't prank and not praise. 
We get, it's inevitable. You got to prank and praise. It's what? Wait, it's wait, wait, inevitable. Wait, wait. You have to prank and praise okay. at the same time. All right. It's let's get it. Let's get. Let's get this prank. <laughs> let's get this prank some praise. Come on. Come on, everybody. Let's get this prank some praise up in here. Ooh. All right. We got a clap too. Uh, what is going on? <laughs> hey man, why don't you fix your ragged ass zoom so we can stop looking up your nostrils? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see All right, what coming I look up, like. strawberry letter subject. Where is your Nothing hair is with that big except his mouth. I'm in your old office. Shut up. I'm in LA. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the strawberry letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. And uh, click Submit Strawberry Letter because you never know. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Before we do the strawberry letter, I just want to put a disclaimer out for young children that are riding in the cars with their parents and everything. You might want to turn away this letter. Gets a little racy at times, a little spicy, okay? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Subject, nothing is big except his mouth. 
Dear Stephen Shirley, my boyfriend has to have the spotlight on him at all times. It seems like every week he tells me that he went off on a coworker because they don't respect his authority. I always have to remind him that he's not anyone's supervisor at the job. He's just been there longer than anyone else. He's got a big ego and a big mouth. He laughs loud and he brags all of the time. I'm talking about bragging like he can knock it out of the park every night when he's really not even tapping first base. When I met him, he bragged about his size and kept telling me to grab onto it. I should have grabbed it and stretched it a little bit each time I saw him. I had seen him without clothes on and I, I don't know much about a man, so I assumed it might get bigger when he got excited. Well, we finally had sex and it stayed the same size. It's like he doesn't know he's small because he kept bragging the whole time. I got annoyed at him and now when I see him, I think of how big his feet are and how short his toes are. My mind goes to the craziest things about a person once they disappoint me. He has nothing big on him except his mouth and his ego. I don't want to throw him away just because he's tiny. I'm willing to work on this relationship a little longer. He thinks I'm falling in love with him, but that's not what's happening, at least not yet. I want to continue to get to know him and find ways to make our sex life better, despite his, despite his small size. It is hard to find a man these days, and I'm pretty sure this man won't ever cheat on me. Or if he does cheat, it, will only ha- it, it would only happen once because he's so tiny. Do you think he can ever change? Am I crazy to stay with him? Okay, Shirley, before you answer this letter, uh-huh. what? <laughs> I am sitting up on the edge of my seat to uh-huh. see how Shirley going to answer this one. Go ahead, Shirley. Well, thank you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, anyway, she says, is she crazy to stay with him? I- I'm really not sure what you want Steve and I to do here. Uh <laughs> there's not a lot we can do about your particular situation and uh sorry you had to find out about his size that way uh maybe you could have accepted it better and, and not have been so disappointed had he not built himself up and bragged about his size so much when you ask if he could ever change are, are you talking about his size probably not probably not uh, can he change his big mouth? Well, yes, definitely he can do that, but he's not going to do that because he's been bragging for way too long. It's a part of him now. First, you need to decide why are you really with this man? Um, you have said nothing good about him in this entire letter. You, you even said if he cheats, it will only be one time because of his size, which means if he cheated, you, you know he would come back to you, so you would put up with that. So my question is, are you settling because you don't believe you can get anyone else? You said you want to stay and work with him. I, th- this is not what makes a good relationship settling. You, you're going to continue to complain about him if you stay. So, so no, I, I'm saying don't, don't settle, sis. Don't settle. You got to make up your mind here. Either you're going to be with them or not. And you don't, there's nothing good in this letter that you've written about him. So why stay? Steve? Here's what I take away from this whole letter. Now, I'm going to do a reenactment on the second half because there's really nowhere to go. Shirley's absolutely correct. What do you want us to do? But I'm going to tell you one thing, though. This man right here mm-hmm. is the epitome of Norman Vincent Peale's book, 
The Power of Positive Thinking <laughs> by Norman Vincent Peale. Mm-hmm. This man has thought himself into everything he needed to feel good about. He got a big mouth. He ain't the supervisor on the job, but he got everybody thinking him. He got a big ego because he's a small man. He got a big mouth because he's a small man. He laughs loud and brags all the time because he's a small man. I'm talking about bragging like he can knock it out the park every night. He ain't even really tapping first base. (laughs) But in his mind, though, (laughs) this boy has convinced himself that he all of that and a bag of chips. When you met him, he bragged about his size, and he kept telling me, grab on to it. I should have grabbed and stretched a little bit every time I saw him. I'd have seen him without wow. clothes on, and I don't know much about a man, so I assumed it might get bigger when he got excited. Now, let me tell you what's wrong so far. And you assume when you saw him naked how small he was when he got excited he would get bigger. Normally, that's what happens. He's not been on a lot of sports teams with guys before. Because when you get in the locker room and you play sports is when you first discover you might be in a little bit of trouble. So here's what's happening. When you play sports, you're in a locker room. And that's when you discover you might not be all you think you are. So obviously he ain't played no sports. Because I remember when Eric Green came out the shower. Uh, Who's that? Eric the Great. That's what he was called after he came out of the shower. Eric the Great Green. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We was in the ninth grade. That boy came out the shower. I said, who, Uncle, is this? <laughs> Hold on. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, nothing is big except his mouth. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is nothing is big except his mouth. Now, she's been dating this man that's been bragging. He's boastful. He loud. Mm-hmm. He talk crazy. He think he more than he is, a supervisor. He, he, he And then when it comes down to the bedroom, ain't nothing big on him but his mouth. The man is small. And he been using the power of positive thinking and has convinced himself and has tried to convince her that he is all of that and everything. Grab it. <laughs> you know, she said in the middle of the letter, she don't know much about a man, but mm-hmm. she thought that if she saw him without his clothes on, when he got excited, it would get bigger. That's how it works. But that ain't how it worked with him. And the reason he don't understand is because he's not an athletic man. He didn't play sports. Because when you play sports, you be around men all the time. You come out that shower. I was in the ninth grade when Eric the Great Green, <laughs> Eric the Great Green, came out the shower one time in the ninth How grade. How old were you guys? That, well, I was in ninth grade. Uh huh. You know, 14, About 14. 15, uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. Eric the Great Green came. His name was just Eric Green at first. Uh, but after, after the but shower, when he though. came out that shower naked, everybody called him Eric the Great. He was a Viking. That boy came out that shower. We were sitting there, like little boys. We was just going, Lord, Jesus, who uncle is this? Who daddy? Who Lord? What is? And we all knew then. We had some growing to do, and mm. Eric the Great was already there. So obviously, this man has not. 
been around athletics anymore. Uh-huh. Now you want to know what can you do, and there's nothing me and Shirley can help no. you do. There are products that can help him. That was mm. a product out mm. years back called Extend, mm-hmm. and I don't know about seeing that anymore. I don't see even commercials on that no more. But they have stuff that you can do. He got to do something. But it ain't really. It, but he. The problem is you. It's kind of like dealing with an early alcoholic. He don't know they're alcoholic yet. He don't know he's small. And you got to stop helping with all that hollering. You know, you're gonna have to <laughs> so it's her fault. <laughs> but yeah, I don't understand how that. he doesn't know that. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. he don't know because he think he kill it. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Like, see, he ain't listening to nobody but himself. You yeah. got to tune yourself out, fellas, and listen to these women. All this in here. Yeah. All right. Woo! <laughs> in the meantime, she's looking at her phone. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's she looking at her, her nails. nails. Uh huh. She's doing her nails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever's so on TV. So now, bro, you just it. delusional about who you are. So mm-hmm. to show you how it works, ladies, you can ask me anything. You're in a relationship with me, and you're trying to bring and breach the subject. Ask me in a cool way, and I'm gonna show you how he handled the conversation. Honey, can, yeah. can hey, you? Hey, baby, what's going on? Hey, can you tone it <laughs> down Daddy a little here. bit? Big yeah, man. you're talking so loud. Why, why are you so loud? I can't help it. You know, big man got to do big things. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, girl? <laughs> I can't help it. I can't uh, tone it down because it ain't. It won't tone down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got that. You can't tone hey, it down. Hey, what's up, when baby you, girl? Yeah, I, I got all that. But when, <laughs> but when you're laughing, why yeah. are you just over the top at a 10 with the laughter falling yeah. all out come on girl now. listen to me uh-huh if i don't laugh loud all i'm gonna hear you doing is crying oh you know I mean? is that what you think because i got all this here on you like this here and i uh-huh. all that crying you know i, I do the last help come up all this whipping and moaning you know you moaning this stuff i'd rather uh-huh. hear laughter you know supposed to be a great time for both of us so i yeah. laugh hard so we can go and get in the mood because if i stop this laughter i got to deal with these moans of ecstasy and sometimes pain because it's just so much you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. i you know what i i know hey, that up, uh, hey that you you know <laughs> yeah. you brag a lot you're loud and everything <laughs> but do you have any idea you know like um how can i put this gingerly you're small Ooh. You know, for a grown man. Oh, that was gingerly? <laughs> Small for a grown man. Yes. And well, I haven't been with letter? a lot of guys. Well, you read Red Letter? What these little toes got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your toes. You know toes. what I'm saying? Yeah, I got small toes for a man, but that's because I done tore off all these sheets from all these gripping I've been doing all my life. You know what I mean? These toes are stunted because mm. I done had to stand up on them because I be standing up in it. So mm. now I done, I done crushed my toes down. Girl, I'm just, you know how you know how hard it is to be this size and have to try to explain this to people. You know what I mean? So, you know, baby, I'm just, you know, small. I got these small toes, but now I don't know what you're talking about. Because yeah, everything short. I else got, everything I else, girl, ha, ha, ha. Your short toes okay. are short. Yeah. Short. Yeah. So. Yeah, short toes. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. Up, girl? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm. I'm really trying. You're to breathless, ain't you? You only. You. you, you, you <laughs> no, so much that's you not do. it. You're not taking <laughs> my breath away at oh, all. Oh, it took your breath. Sound like <laughs> so, you, can't, you can't talk. You know, that's what I do. I get them speechless. <laughs> that's that's just it. Yeah. You don't let nobody yeah. talk. You over laughing. No, now. no, no. Because I don't want you, you to. Bragging, be, you bragging. Because just, you I know you having trouble you. describing 
what's happening to you. And I just try to help it out. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you're just loud. I'm trying to communicate with mm-hmm. you and tell you how we can make communicate, it better. baby. Go ahead. Okay. Communicate. I'm listening, but I don't hear nothing because in my mind I hear moaning. In my <laughs> mind I hear satisfaction. Now in my mind I hear gratitude. <laughs> I hear, in my mind I hear, oh Lord, I, I can't take no more. Post your comments on today's strawberry letter. <laughs> At Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Hey, Junior, what you got? Okay, Shirley, but first let me remind everybody that this Friday will be the last day to get your entry in for Junior Claus. This Friday will be it. You want to be nominated as a family with Sickle Cell? Let us know. Go to kiershope.org. That's K-I-E-R-S, hope.org. Thank you very much. We love all the entries, man. We're going to have 10 families this year. December all 9th, right. Junior Claus all right, comes Junior. to town. Yeah. Come on, Junior. <laughs> all right. Uh, in sports, though, let's talk about it, man. Kyrie Irving could rejoin the Nets by Sunday. Uh, this coming Sunday, he could be back. All right, yeah, uh, his yeah, man, because his suspension was for five games, and he had a list of steps he had to take to get back on the court that he had to complete. But tonight will be game eight for him with no pay. He's already missed eight games at this point with no pay. Wow. But the uh, National Basketball Players Association is working with Kyrie Irving and the Nets to make sure he get it done. Now let's just talk about the steps, though. This is what Kyrie had to do to get back on the court. All right. First of all, he had to issue an apology for posting the link. Remember, he already had to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. He did that. Mm-hmm. Second, he had to complete the anti-hate causes. He had, he had to complete some causes for anti-hate and then donate $500,000. Mm-hmm. All right. Which that was rejected from the... Uh, Anti-Defamation League. They didn't take the five hundred dollars, but they still now. His next step is he has to complete sensitivity training. That's mm-hmm. structured by the Nets. He had to complete anti-Semitic hate training designed by the Nets. Then he had to meet with Jewish leaders. Then he has to go back and talk to the owner and report what he has learned. So that's how he can have to get back on the court on this coming Sunday. Can we get that for the black community when somebody do that to us? Can we do that? Can we have that? Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Sensitivity training. You're going to meet these black leaders. You're going to go ahead and meet with Al Sharp, and you're going to meet with a whole bunch of more people. Yeah, can we get that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Asking yeah. for a friend. That's all. Here's the deal. You can find out who you are. Just go on and find out who you are. We are in a cancel culture right now. We have to understand that. Mm. And there's nothing we can do about it, and they will make examples of it all the time. I didn't really see what Kyrie had done. He posted a video of something he saw. Now, has Amazon Prime or whoever is the host of the movie, I haven't heard anything happen to them. Has anybody boycotted them? Anybody required that they issue an apology? They put the thing out on the national platform. So if they have things that hurt their feelings, we have to be sensitive to it. Absolutely we do. No problem. That's That's understood. Mm -hmm. But once a man apologizes... All these fines and donating this money and all this here, man. When they do stuff to black people, ain't nobody got to pay a quarter for that. Thank you.
Coming up at the top of the hour, a guy on social media, Steve, needs some advice about his mom dating his friends. What? We'll talk about it right after this. Get your mama, dog. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so Steve, Stefan from SteveHarveyFM.com writes, this is for you. He says, I love my mom, but Houston, we've got a problem. She's in her early 40s and has been divorced from my dad for just over two years. Now, over the last month, she's come over to my place and hung out for uncomfortably long periods of time Mm. and has even invited my roommates and some of their friends to come over for some drinks. I'm all for my mom getting her social life on and all of that. I just prefer it not be with all of my homies or friends. How do I even have this conversation with you her? You just got to have mama. Mama. <laughs> mama. Mama. Don't, you, don't do this to me. Please don't mm-mm. do this to me. Mm-mm. My friends is talking. Mm. Well, what mama, they, what are they saying, baby? What that they... you want them. <laughs> and that's uncomfortable. Well, that's... <laughs> but see, well they mama, are kind of cute. <laughs> I know, Mama, but I'm going to have to kill one of these babies. You're going to come visiting your baby. You ain't going to visit your baby in college no more. You're going to be down there visiting me in prison. One of them can get it. One of them can get it. That's what Mm. she's saying. But see, that's the problem, though, Mama. You need need to act your age, not your shoe size. (laughs) That little DeMarcus. Baby, I'm single and ready to mingle. (laughs) That little DeMarcus done grew up. Mama. 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 
<laughs> don't come around my friends no more. Because <laughs> you start right. to act a little ish. And I Ooh. can't have that not around my friends, mama. It's How old is again. Latavion? <laughs> How old is his name, mama? Just say that, Latavion. You was married to George. Now you want to start dating Latavion. Well, they're looking at go, me, mama? too. They're looking at me, too. Yeah, they looking at you, mama. Uh-huh. Because you fine. Yes. But you need to get yes. fine. You need to get up in your age group. Yeah. <laughs> Them jokes will be funny about you. Elroy. Tommy. <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> Willis. Jerome, though. David. <laughs> All right. So that's how he should he should just come right yeah, out and man, say, look, you just mom. just got to talk to you. Mom, mom, this is a bad look. This is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. My friends is talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. they and they're not saying real too. positive things about no, it's real rough out there. And mama, <laughs> it's embarrassing to me, and I'm gonna end up in prison because I'm gonna hurt somebody. Yeah. Don't hurt start. Latavion. Latavion uh, yeah. <laughs> first, mama. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we have time for one more, Steve. Um, Rod on Facebook writes: Make no mistake, my wife and I love our son. When he moved away for college, we were happy to have the house to ourselves. Man, the first thing we did was take apart our kid's bedroom and turn it into an office. From there, the basement office was taken apart and turned into an entertainment room for us only. Anyway, the boy's coming home for Thanksgiving. We told him he could sleep in the guest room. Now he's mad because he doesn't have, quote, his room anymore. I told him he's an adult and you will get over it. But wife wants to know, uh, wifey wants to know, did we do this too soon? Or does he just need to man up and realize that we still love him, but we have our own lives Man up. He got a place to stay. Mm -hmm. What what do he want? Two rooms now? He got one at the college. Now he want one here. Y'all ain't got but one house. Mm -hmm. Why he get to have two houses? (laughs) As soon as them boys went to Mo House, both them rooms got taken. One got turned into a spa. The other got turned into a cigar lounge. They came home, they stayed downstairs. Get your right. ass out. I told them what was happening. As soon as you move, your room is somewhere else. As soon as you move, dog. Can they ever come back? Yeah, they can come back. But they're going to oh, have to, like, Winton's room became a closet. So you what? come back, but now you sleep in the closet. <laughs> if you still, if you still like the- that room. Yeah. Now we got some room we downstairs, have other rooms. but if you just insist on that room, your uh-huh. ass is finna sleep in the closet. <laughs> and don't take none of them clothes down. Okay. <laughs> sleep up under the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Between the clothes. So he just got a man up, huh? So, yeah. Dog, that's all to it. All right. That's it. Thanks. Uh, Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A software engineer from India got a job with Meta, which used to be known as Facebook. And this guy moved all the way from India to Canada to start work. And then two days later, he was laid off as the company let go of 11,000 employees or 13% of its workforce. So getting fired two days after starting a job that you moved 7,000 miles for is pretty cold blooded. That's That's pretty cutthroat right there. It is. It really is. Yeah. Back on that plane, get on back to the crib. 
Yeah. So, Steve, I, I know you've had a lot of jobs. Uh, so, what's the fastest amount of time you've got you've gotten fired from a job? Twenty minutes. <laughs> you beat this record. <laughs> That's just record breaking. Twenty time minutes. Right there. Yeah. Come, you, you're still training. How you get fired that, that damn I fast? I got fired Tell doing him. training. I was working at Dennis. I was following this white girl around. I was telling her our light was on. The people food ready. That we don't have to get it right now. Yeah, but the man said when that light come on, we number 14, we supposed to go get their food. We'll go get it when I say go get it. You're in training. All right, okay, cool. About 10 minutes later, we finally go over there and bring the people food. Big fat white dude said, hey, this effing food is effing cold. Mm. Uh-huh. I looked right upside. I said, I said, I told you. She walked up and said, learn some customer relations. I said, hey, man, got to quit cussing at me because I wanted to bring your food. She told me, I don't give a F what you're talking about. So. I took the plate and flipped it in his lap. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you no 20 minutes. That's how I 20 handle. minutes. All Get right. Out of here. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So would you rather be in charge of Santa's nice list or would you rather be in charge of Santa's naughty list? The naughty list. Naughty. Yeah. Yeah. Naughty. Naughty list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to make you work for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't okay, talking like that. <laughs> hey, Junior, what's your reason? Oh, I'm taking my reason. I need to see what your hustle is. That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> what you do? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just want a certain all this because I can't be the one to tell you. You know you ain't getting nothing this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to do. Yeah, you want to deliver all, the bad news. Yeah, stop all that crying. <laughs> oh, a lot of time. A lot of time to get on the nice list. <laughs> mm, we can work some out, though. Yeah. We can work some out. <laughs> all right, What's your all mama right. doing? <laughs> you can get on the nice list. Where your mom? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so would you rather eat fruitcake or drink eggnog for three days straight? Which eggnog. one? Oh, I'm drinking eggnog. I, I don't eggnog. want the fruitcake, man. Fruit I love eggnog. eggnog. I ain't no. never seen a piece of good. I don't see, the reason I don't like fruitcake, I don't know what the green thing is. I don't know what the <laughs> that I don't bothers know you. It look green. Do they still have fruitcake? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they still got it. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't I even know how it sell because they need to keep it in that yeah. can because when you unwrap it, it's the most unrewarding ass dessert <laughs> I've ever been into. You got to <laughs> tear your fingernails up, lifting that lid off. Yeah. The lid is red. Then you got to unwrap it. You got to turn it up. Then the paper, some of the stuff, is always some wet ass stuff on top of it. You got to <laughs> stick it. Then you cut it. And you just look all this green and red yeah. jelly in here for. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not just, real fruit. It's and just, it's yeah. trifling. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. It is. Okay. So lactose intolerance for three days straight with that eggnog. That's fine. Okay. We'll be all right. I ain't lactose. I drink eggnog. Mm-hmm. I ain't lactose. Sweet. Okay. Put some nutmeg right. on it. Woo. Yeah. All yeah. the lactose can't tolerate, but I'm going to get through it. I'm fine. With it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Would you rather celebrate Christmas for a whole year? Or only once every five years. Oh, nah. one year every day, or nah. just once every oh, five. Man. Once every five years. Yeah, yeah I gotta have something years. to look forward to. Five yeah. years. This every day. Yeah. Ho ho ho! It's just for one my, year, though. Nah, now nah, my wife's gonna expect a gift. Everything. Three hundred and sixty-five days. Nah, broke. Nah. My kids all be mad at me because we'll be learning the real meaning of Christmas. 
<laughs> I, I have them doing research. They'll know who all the wise men's real name was, what the camels came from, how much was the camels, did the camels have names, you know, how far was the North Star from the manger, what type of hay was in the manger, who was in the manger looking who owned the manger? <laughs> They'd be so mad at me. <laughs> All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, our last break of the day, and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Thursday. It's been a good day, a fun day. Um, yeah. Hey, you know what? For my closing remarks, I'm, I'm going to play back something uh-huh. uh, that I did, and I got a few comments on it, so I thought it was worth playing again. It's just talking about the importance of the election and uh, something that I had seen and made note of. So here it is, closing remarks. In closing today, I want to play something. You know, this election right here, this runoff election in Georgia, is critical for us. And I just don't know how else to explain what's going on than to just let you hear it for yourself. I was listening to Herschel Walker at a speech he was giving at a rally in Georgia. I'm going to play it verbatim. And then I'm going to share with you something that a guy that I know said about it. And I'm going to give it to you verbatim what he said because I thought it was really profound. Here's Herschel Walker giving the speech. This is the exact speech he gave. We're not editing anything, so go. Here we go. I can promise you Iran, Russia, and they're not talking about trying to charge a tank out in the desert. They're talking about war. And let me tell you this either. If we was ready for the green agenda, I'd raise my hand right now, but we're not ready right now. So don't let them fool you like this is a new agenda. This is not a new agenda. We're not prepared. We're not ready right now. What we need to do is keep having those gas guzzling cars because we got the good emission under those cars. We're doing the best thing that we can, but we need help. We need help. And those other people not helping us. China not helping us. India not helping us. But yet, we're going to do it all because they're spending your money. Good. You what know, is man. He, what is he talking what? about? What? It's, 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 it's so obvious that this guy just, something's wrong. And Sean King, who I've had not a lot of conversations with, but a couple. I just love the guy. He wrote something, and I wanted to read it to you because I thought it was just the best way to explain it. He said, number one, this man clearly has CTE. It's actually sad. All football players from his generation 
have it. And he played in a brutal, bruising era. His entire personal life is evidence of CTE, from his violence at home on down. He doesn't need to be in leadership anywhere. He needs help. Number two, Herschel Walker is embarrassing. He's humiliating himself every time he opens up his mouth. It's a deep insult that he's even made it this far. The brother isn't just country. I grew up in the country. The man is dumb as a rock. And when you force him to speak on issues, he can't hide it or fake it. My 10-year-old son can speak on these issues with more intelligence and class, and she is in elementary school. Three, it's actually shameful that the Republican Party and their voters are trying to pass this black man off on everybody as a credible candidate. And the irony is that Herschel is everything that white folks have said they hate about black men. But ultimately, they know they can control him. So they are holding their nose over how horrible of a human being he is. Number four, we must all support Raphael Warnock to ensure that Herschel Walker is never in office claiming to represent us. We have just about three weeks to make sure this happens. Hmm. That's really so well said. And you all, listen, I'm, I'm telling you, man, we're up against something here that, like I said the other day, the audacity of this party to pull this move and to try to shove it down the state of Georgia's throat like this is a real viable candidate, everybody should be offended. Black people, we're offended because, number one, how dare you select a person and talking about he's representative of us, that he's for us, when he's never been for us. We've never heard from Herschel Walker a day in his life before he started running from Senate. What has Herschel Walker ever done? What philanthropic efforts have you seen Herschel Walker come and do in our community, anything like that? So stop telling us he's for us. Herschel Walker been just for Herschel Walker. Ain't no problem with that, but that's just not who he is. Period. But you're putting him off on us like, like we're ignorant, and we're not. And it's offensive to me that you would think that we are such a small-minded people that we've actually vote for people just because they black. That's why you're wrong, man. We got better sense than that. We know the difference between right and wrong. We know the difference between quality and non-quality. We know what education sounds like versus lack of education. We know who speaks well. We know what he sounds like. We know what it looks like. But better than that, y'all, I got news for you. We know what it feel like. And he don't feel right. But here's the other part. If I was a Republican, I would be offended at the Republican National Committee for putting him in the forefront to represent the party. You should be ashamed of yourself. Y'all trying to tell me y'all couldn't have came up with nobody better. Y'all couldn't have came up with Larry Elder. Y'all couldn't have came up with Tim Scott. Y'all couldn't have came up. Y'all could have dug somebody else up. Y'all could have went and got, at least got an articulate African-American. I've never heard a person, a candidate, be more insulting than Herschel Walker is right now. Look, we are going to the polls in Georgia. This will not happen, not on our watch. And if you think you're going to fool us again with the 1,100 absentee ballots 
that you all did not send out, which would have swayed the election and put Raphael Warnock over the 50%. You think you're tricky, but I got news for you. We're going to come vote. We're going to come vote. We're going to show up. He's not going to get in. Those are my closing remarks today, man. This is sad. We're going to the polls. Raphael Warnock. But we did For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.